Magandang hapon po sa inyong lahat. Uh, welcome to our worship service. Uh, masaya na magkakasama tayo kahit online. Malapit na ho tayo na magkaroon ng on-site uh, dito sa center mismo natin. Ngayon, we have 8 and 10 a.m. na outdoor service. Pero by November, mid-November po, magdadagdag na tayo dito ng on-site services dito sa center mismo natin. So meron kayong choice, outdoor or indoor. Uh, para kung ano man yung estado nung, kung, nung bakuna nyo, pwede kayong mag-attend. Because we welcome everyone, we want everyone to be able to join us on a, in our on-site worship services. Ngayon po, tutuloy natin yung serya natin sa Isaiah. We will read from Isaiah chapter 49 verses 8 to 17. Kung may Biblia kayo, kunin nyo, basahin natin ng magkasama, no? Thus says the Lord, in a time of favor, I have answered you. In a day of salvation, I have helped you. I will keep you and give you as a covenant to the people to establish the land, to apportion the desolate heritages. Saying to the prisoners, come out to those who are in darkness, appear. They shall feed along the ways on all bare heights, shall be their pasture. They shall not hunger or thirst. Neither scorching wind nor sun shall strike them, for he who has pity on them will lead them, and by springs of water will guide them. And I will make all my mountains a road, and my highways shall be raised up. Behold, these shall come from afar, and behold, these from the north and from the west, and these from the land of Sayyid. Sing for joy, O heavens, and exalt, O earth, Break forth, O mountains, into singing, for the Lord has comforted His people and will have compassion on His afflicted. But Zion said, The Lord has forsaken me. My Lord has forgotten me. Can a woman forget her nursing child that she should have no compassion on the son of her womb? Even these may forget, yet I will not forget you. Behold, I have engraved you on the palms of my hands, your walls are continually before me. Your builders make haste. Your destroyers and those who laid you waste go out from you. Lift up your eyes around and see. They all gather. They come to you. As I live, declares the Lord, you shall put them all on as an ornament. You shall bind them on as a bride does. This is the word of the Lord. Tayo po ay manalangin. Panginoon, maraming salamat sa iyong salita. Lord, we lift up to you uh, the preaching of your word. As we worship you through the preaching of the word, I pray God na gamitin mo po ako upang mangusap sa iyong mga tao ng iyong salita. Wala na pong iba, ngunit ng iyong salita lamang. Give us all ears to hear from you kung ano ang specific na mandate mo sa aming lahat ngayong hapon. Sa pangalan ni Jesus, Amen. Amen. Alam niyo, a few days ago, I was actually met with the news no, of, uh, of someone I have known for about 20 years, a little, more than 20 years actually. I, I was met with the news of his passing. Malungkot po, medyo sudden, it wasn't expected. May naiwan siya, asawa at dalawang anak. College age yung mga anak niya, malungkot po, no? Minsan pag naisip ko, di ba, marami sa atin. May mga kakilala tayo, hindi na natin nakita. Parang, you know, this pandemic, uh, hindi tayo pwedeng mag-gather together. 
So we have lost. Uh, we have lost people. And it is very sad. It is actually a story of grief. Pero pag iniisip ko yun, narealize ko. It's a story of grief that affects a lot of us. Marami po sa atin, if not all of us, um, especially the past couple of years, no? the past year and a half, apektado po tayo. Yung iba sa atin, lost loved ones. Mga mahal natin sa buhay, family members, kaibigan. Yung iba naman, nawala ng trabaho. Yung mga kilala ko, hanggang ngayon, di pa rin nakakakuha ng kapalit na trabaho. Others lost businesses. Yung isang kaibigan ko, nagsasara ng business. Others naman, you know, they've lost opportunities. And, you know, in the midst of this pandemic, di ba, parang naalala ko nun, pinag-uusapan, going back to normal. Naiba na yun eh. Ngayon, may new normal na. Naging, uh, ano, na yung dating, we will go back to normal. Ngayon, meron ng new normal. Uh, halfway through this pandemic, naging, ano, buong bibig na ng mga tao. Uh, that we will adjust to the new normal. And, you know, parang pag pinag-uusapan nga of going back to normal, yung iba ang tanong nila, you know, what is it that we are going back to? Part of it is the question na, ano ba, meron ba pa tayong babalikan? Ang dami nang nagbago. Ano na ba yung haharapin natin? Or ano yung babalikan natin? When we think of, you know, going back to normal, what is it? Some are asking, di ba, after all the time I have lost, you know, what do I go back to after all the loss of this pandemic? There were, in iba naman siguro sinasabi, you know, there were a lot of things I believe God for. Ang dami kong, you know, a lot of things I was, you know, really praying and believing God for. I look at my life now, I am nowhere near any of it. Siguro may iba sa inyo, ganun rin, ganun, siguro naisip nyo rin yun. Lord, lahat ng pinagdasal ko, wala pa. Para pa akong, hindi lang sa wala pa, pakiramdam ko, nung nag-pandemic, lumayo ako. Ten steps back. Yung iba, ganun. Iba-iba yung, iba-iba yung pinagdadaanan natin. And, you know, with this pandemic, it is the sentiment that almost all, if not all people have. Ano ba yung babalikan? Although, of course, I do not discount that some of us may have had, you know, some of you may have had uh, a breakthrough already. But, you know, for the general uh, public, for most, siguro nag-iisip pa rin, ano ba yung babalikan ko? And that is the sentiment. And, you know, as we uh, read earlier, yung Isaiah, yung binasa natin, may mga scholars na nagsasabi, Isaiah is like, uh, it's a mini Bible. Uh, yung Isaiah 1 to 39 is the Old Testament. Yung Isaiah 40 to 66, New Testament naman yan. It speaks of yung coming the servant of the Lord. Nandito yung judgment. Now, from Isaiah 40 onwards, it's a word of hope. From judgment to hope. Now, yung binasa natin, specifically, that's already part of the second half of Isaiah. And some scholars, the specific text we read, some scholars are saying, yung panahon na yon, uh, the Israelites were already back from their captivity, from the 70 years of captivity. Yung iba naman, sabi nila, pabalik pa lang yung Israelites. You know, either way, kung nasan man, iisa yung ano, one thing stands, they were coming from 70 years of captivity. Galing sila sa panahon na parang nakalimutan na sila ng Diyos. Yun yung nangyari no, sa, mga, sa Israelites. And siguro, uh, the sentiment uh, may have been one of joy on the one hand. Siguro, masaya sila na, oo nga, we're free. 
captivity is done, exile is done. Yet on the one hand, there is still grief. Uh, God promised them that they will be a nation, they will have land. For 70 years, wala sila doon. Ngayon, pabalik sila. Ano pa yung, ano yung dadat na nila? You know, ano pa yung babalikan nila? They're probably thinking, what do we go back to? Ano yung babalikan natin after decades of captivity? We have suffered a lot. Yan yung siguro sinasabi na, ang dami natin pinagdaan ng kahirapan. Nakalimutan na tayo ng Diyos. And yeah, that, that, is what, uh, that is the general sentiment. Now, yung Isaiah, it was written for another era. It was written to the Israelites then. And yet, pagbasahin natin, pagtignan natin yung sitwasyon nila, it speaks volumes and can speak definitely into our lives today. It speaks, uh, it was written to them, and yet it, it was also written for us that we may learn through it uh, how to live life today and to see from the message how we are to see and approach and live on the basis of our relationship with God. Diba? In, the midst, in the midst of loss and pain, ano ba yung babalikan natin? What do we go back to? What is the restoration of God for? Uh, dito, ang word na ginamit nila, restoration. God's restoration. So ngayon, yun na rin tanong natin. In the midst of everything that we have gone through, ano ba yung babalikan? What is restoration? Ano pa yung meron si God para sa atin? Ang hirap mangarap. Yun yung sinasabi ng iba. Now, the text we read, it gives us uh, different perspectives. No, merong mga perspectives on the topic and as we move forward in life and come to terms with the promised restoration of God. Titignan natin yung iba-ibang perspectives that we can see from the text we read. In verses 8 and 9, sabi, Thus says the Lord, in a time of favor, I have answered you. In a day of salvation, I have helped you. I will keep you and give you as a covenant to the people to establish the land to apportion the desolate heritages. You know, in verse 9, it says, Saying to the prisoners, Come out to those who are in darkness, appear. They shall feed along the ways on all bare heights, shall be their pasture. You know, this was God addressing the servant of the Lord. Yung umpisa nung Isaiah 49, it was speaking of the servant of the Lord. And alam natin, yung servant of the Lord na yan, uh, it's really Jesus Christ. And the verses we read speak of His work of salvation. Uh, yung first part ng Isaiah 49, ito speaking of the servant, servant of the Lord. Yung verses na binasa natin, pag umpisa sa verse 8, God was addressing the servant of the Lord. And, you know, this was a prophetic word about the coming Messiah, and that's Jesus Christ. And what do we learn from this? God's plan of restoration is anchored on the finished work of Jesus. God's plan of restoration is anchored on the finished work of Jesus. Now, anong ibig sabihin niyan para sa atin? Everything we need for God's plan to come to pass has already been provided for. I'll repeat that. Everything we need for God's plans and purpose for our lives to come to pass has already been provided for. In other verses, God gave him. God gave Christ as a covenant to us. In him was the covenant fulfilled. Because of him, the prophets, pro promises of the covenant were given. Diba? Dahil sa kanya, na-fulfill yun. The succeeding verses show us what came because of the servant of the Lord that was spoken of dun sa verses na nauna. Sabi sa verse 10, 
They shall not hunger or thirst, neither scorching wind nor sun shall strike them. For he who has pity on them will lead them, and by springs of water will guide them. What do we see here? We see the promise of provision and protection uh, that we have because of the servant of the Lord, because of the finished work of Jesus. In verse 11, it says, And I will make all my mountains a road, and my highways shall be raised up. You know, here we see God promising to make a way. To make a way for the challenges that lay ahead. Imagine, no? Yung Israelites, pabalik sila. Now, yung panahon na yun, hindi naman ganito to. Walang mga sasakyan na ganito. And God was telling them, siguro pabalik sila, there were mountains ahead. Imagine ninyo, pabalik kayo from exile, ang dami pang bundok. Siguro ang daming bundok na harapin. Ang dami pang challenges that lay ahead. But God was telling them, it's as if the mountains will become like highways and roads. Mawa, hindi, kumbaga mawawala, God, uh, God is gonna make sure that whatever challenges that lay ahead, tutulungan niya the Israelites to see it. And you know, it's the same promise for us. We see God promising to make a way for the challenges that lay ahead. And um, yung, it's as if the, all the difficulty, lahat ng hinaharap, uh, ng hinaharap ng mga tao will become like flat roads. Yung mga mountains, yung madalas kasi sa Bible, di ba? it speaks of mountains, it's like really the, the uh, insurmountable challenges that we face. And God was telling the Israelites, parang magiging highway yan. Right? Isipin nyo, di ba? Ano ba yung mga hinaharap nyo? Pag iniisip nyo, ano yung babalikan ko? Pagkatapos nitong pandemic, ano pa yung mare-restore? What, what is life? You know, ano ba yung buhay after nito? Think about the challenges you have. And remember this word. It's as if God is laying flat all the mountains, all the challenges that, you know, that we are bound to face. God is saying, parang ano yan, akong bahala dyan. Diba? And then, you know, sabi sa verse 12, Behold, these shall come from afar, and behold, these from the north and from the west, and these from the land of Syene. Here we see the promise of restoration. That from all over, kasi na-scatter yung, ano, ano, yung mga Israelites, they were scattered all over. But if you remember, sa umpisa, when God called Abraham, sabi niya, you will be a nation. In other, magkakaroon kayo ng isang, magiging isang bayan kayo, and all the ends of the earth will be blessed through you. That was the promise. Meron sila, magiging isang bayan sila, isang nation under God. Ngayon, nung nagkaroon ng exile na, Diba, no, when they were captured, they were all over the place. Kumbaga, na-exile sila kung san-san. And God was saying, you will be brought back from wherever you are, from all over, north, east, south, west, ibabalik kayo. And that is the picture of restoration. You know, the Israelites went through a lot. They lost their sense of being a people. Nawala eh, kasi yun yung promise ni God. Nung they were all over the place, parang, ano pa, an- anong babalikan natin? Alam nila, naaalala nila, the promises of God. They remember that God called them. And God said, you are my chosen. Diba? You are my chosen people. Naaalala nila yon. pero yung buhay nila was not reflecting the promise or the, you know, the plan that God spoke years, many years ago. Yun yung sitwasyon nila. Diba? And siguro, uh, siguro yung iba sa atin, Kaya iniisip natin, uh, we're thinking, uh, we're thinking the same thoughts in the midst of the pandemic that we're facing. Sa gitna nito, di ba, nag-open na ngayon. 
Pero siguro yung iba sa atin, may mga ganong tanong. What do I go back to? I am nowhere near. Siguro yung iba, you know, lost a loved one, and you're asking the question. You know, you're looking at your life, everything you've lost, and you're wondering, you know, how do I start afresh? Nawala na ako ng mahal sa buhay. Anong babalikan ko? Yeah, paano yung mga anak namin? Iba ganon. Um, some of you, probably your business went down. And you look at, uh, you look, you look at your passbook, you look at your checkbook, walang laman. Everything went down the drain. You've lost so much, and all you have now are debt. Diba? Business debt, personal debt, halo-halo. Yung credit card mo, na-rack up mo na, kasi yung business mo went down during the pandemic. Diba? Yung iba naman, hindi siguro nawala ng trabaho. Pero dahil nag-pay cut, yung kasama mo sa bahay, nawala ng trabaho. And you're looking at everything you've lost. Yung savings mo, depleted na. Hindi ka nagkautang, pero wala na. Wala ka ng savings. Yung isinaisang tabi mo, para sa future, parang wala na. You see, this is something we need to understand. If God's plan of restoration is anchored on Jesus, then let's look to Him. Everything, you know, because of the finished work of Jesus, everything we are going to need for God's plan and purpose for our lives has already been provided for. Now, kung kay Jesus, yung finished work niya, doon naka-anchor lahat ng, uh, lahat ng mangyayari sa buhay natin, lahat ng plano ni God, then let's look to Jesus. Doon tayo bumalik. Doon tayo bumalik. You know, we grieve our loss. Uh, you know, pagdadaanan natin. Pagdadaanan natin yung grief. Iiyakan natin yan. Uh, you know, malungkot. We will grieve. We will mourn. But here is my exhortation. Let's not stay there. Let us believe God. Let's not, let's not just look at our grief and feel like it's all there is to it. Let us look to the finished work of Jesus. If our future is anchored on that, then tumingin tayo doon. Tumingin tayo doon kasi doon nakakabit ang future natin, ang restoration na sinasabi ni God. You know when it says it's anchored, it's hinged. Alam niyo ba yung hinge? Yung sa pinto, di ba? Hindi matatanggal yung pinto pag naka-hinge. And it is the same. We may mourn, we may grieve, but we are anchored, we are hinged on the finished work of Jesus. Yun, dun tayo naka-anchor. In verses 13 and 14, we see here, sabi, Sing for joy, O heavens, and exalt, O earth. Break forth, O mountains, into singing, for the Lord has comforted His people and will have compassion on His afflicted. The next verse says, But Zion said, The Lord has forsaken me. My Lord has forgotten me. You know, we see here in the midst of what could be a joyful occasion, the cry was, God has forgotten me. Patapos na eh. Tapos na yung exile, no? Tapos na yung captivity. Pero siguro, you know, the 70 years of captivity really took its toll on them. Mahirap. Probably the suffering was too much. Ang nakikita na lang nila yung nangyari and going back, ang tanong nila, ang sabi, ang statement nila, God has forgotten us. You know, here was God talking about the suffering servant, the, the servant of the Lord who's gonna come. 
Hindi na nila nakikita yon. Ang nakita na lang nila, ang naaalala na lang nila, we are the chosen people and look what has happened to us. Their eyes were just on their situation. Diba? Sa, parang siguro, some of us, uh, you know, we're promptly saying, I am nowhere near everything I believe God for. Ang daming promises ni God. Pakiramdam ko, nawala nung buong pandemic. You know, this season has brought so much pain. And yung totoo lang, siguro some of us, our faith is hurting. Yung iba, ganun, na yung nagsabi sa akin nun, eh, parang pastor, parang sakit na sakit ako. Sakit na sakit ako ngayong pandemic. Everywhere I go, there's just so much pain. You know, somebody, somebody told me that. And, you know, I, I do agree. Masakit. Masakit. Yung mga nangyayari, no? yung mga nangyayari. You know, somebody said, I don't know if I can take anymore. Someone, someone told me, you know, I've learned to live with the fear. It seems to be a part of my life now. In fact, we are, you know, we're starting to reopen. But fear is in the hearts of some people. Tatakot lumabas. And you know, I, I don't, um, dahil sa pinagdaanan natin, dahil sa mga nakita natin, mahirap, mahirap talaga. So I do not question where you are. I recognize the pain that has happened. But I hope we also learn from what the Israelites went through. And we can claim the same promise of restoration that God gave them. Sabi sa verse 15, and this is very familiar to a lot of us, can a woman forget her nursing child? that she should have no compassion on the son of her womb. Even these may forget, yet I will not forget you. Alam nyo, may, may kanta yan. Nung panahon namin ni na Pastor Noel, no? may kantang ganun. Hindi ko na nga maalala, pinaalala lang nila nung meeting. Diba? Na hindi kita malilimutan. And it's, it's, a, it's an old song, but you know, it speaks volumes. Naalala ko, no? speaking of a mother's love, merong term na tinuro yung mama ko dati sa akin, sabi niya, minsan yung, ano, yung magulang, ganun, uh, sabi niya, isusubo na lang, ibibigay pa sa anak. And some of you probably have heard that. And you know, ganun-ganun yung mga nanay. Marami sa inyo nanonood dito, nasa worship service natin. Uh, you're worshiping with us and you are mothers yourself. And naiintindihan nyo yon Yung isusubo na lang, ibibigay mo pa sa anak mo. Yung kahit nagutom-nagutom ka, pag gusto ng anak mo, ibibigay mo. You know, I see that in my own mother. And ito yung sabi ni God. Kahit ang nanay makalimot. I will never forget you. Can you imagine that? Kayo yung mga nanay dito, isipin nyo, makakalimutan nyo ba yung anak nyo? Malamang ah, lahat kayo, ang sagot nyo, hindi, di ba? Pero alam nyo sabi nila, kahit makalimutan ng nanay ang anak, siya hindi makakalimot. You know, in the midst of our pain, God is there. He will never forget us. Yung mga Israelites, kala nila nakalimutan na sila ni God. Kasi they were, ano eh, they were, uh, for 70 years, they were in exile. They were captives, in captivity. Naging mahirap yung buhay. Ang naisip lang nila, God has forsaken us. It was the punishment of God. It was the judgment of God. And you know, nandito sila, pabalik na sila dun sa bayan nila. And God saying, I have not forgotten you. Alam nyo, when we look at the Bible, one thing is clear. God's judgment is always meant to lead people back to restoration, to lead people back to Him. You know, all throughout the Bible, makikita natin yon. 
judgment was never God's last word. Uh, you know, yung mga pastors, no, we were going through Isaiah together and si Dr. John Oswald, yung isang uh, scholar na ano, pinakinggan namin nung panahon, yun yung sinabi niya. Judgment was never God's last word. Never. It was always hope. It was always meant to lead. Uh, it was always meant to lead people back to Him. And alam, makikita nga natin, di ba? Kahit nasa gitna ng kahirapan, uh, sa Bible, after every major catastrophe, see, sa Old Testament makikita nyo, lahat ng kahirapan, lahat ng seeming judgment, there was always a fresh start na dumadating. Never na dead end yung judgment. It was always meant to draw people back to a relationship with God. It was designed so people will humble themselves and return to God. Punishment was never the goal. Reconciliation was. And what does that tell us? Every challenge in this life is always an instrument that leads us to God. Every challenge in this life is always an instrument that leads us to God. Now, if this is the case, then here is my challenge to you. In the midst of what you're going through, in the midst of the pain, kung ano man yung pinagdadaanan mo pa na mahirap, kung ano pa yung mga tanong na meron ka, this is my challenge. Find out. Ask, how can you know God more in the midst of the pain? How can you know God more even while you're hurting? Because that is the goal, that we will be drawn back to God. And I hope, you know, we, we learn that even from the Israelites. You know, in the end of the, the, end of, uh, the text that we read, sabi dito sa verse 16, Behold, I have engraved you on the palms of my hands. Your walls are continually before me. Alam mo, God, when I read this, naisip ko, you know, God assures us He will never forget. Uh, the, the verse prior, diba, sabi nga, though a mother forgets, I, though a mother forget, I will not forget you. Sabi ni God yon. Tayo, our standard expectation of people are always affected. Yung lagi tayong affected. Pag may sinabi, ano na ba yung naipakita niyan? Uh, how has this person fared uh, in their commitments? Meron ba yung history ng pag-ano nung commitment? Diba, patitignan natin sino bang nagsabi? Sino bang nagsabi nun? Then we will see kung mapapagkatiwalaan ba natin or not. It's always based on who the person is. Here, makikita natin. The verse says, God engraved His people at the palm of His hands. You know, that's what the Bible says. God engraved us at the palm of His hands. Alam nyo nung panahon na yun, uh, in engraving on the palm of His hands, may, may, ano sila, may practice or, you know, it was a picture of three relationships. A mother and her child, pinag-usapan natin yun nung umpisa. Uh, picture of lovers, a man and a woman. And others would actually engrave their pagan god at the palm of their hands. It was a picture of commitment. It was a sign of commitment. Yung amazing lang na ginamit ni God yung kultura para ipa, ipakita sa kanila kung gano yung commitment niya sa atin. You know, people then were engraving their pagan gods. You know, but we have a god who actually is the one who engraves us at the palm of his hands. Diba? It's different. 
And you know why we can trust everything? Because God's promise was ultimately fulfilled when Jesus died on the cross for our sins. His palms, you know, they were pierced. He was nailed on the cross. And, you know, others are saying that's a picture. That's a fulfillment of, you know, God saying, I have engraved you in the palm of his hands. His nail-pierced hands brought us freedom. It brought us the assurance of restoration. There is a future in store for us. And you know why? Uh, ultimately, you know, we can trust the fulfillment of God's plans because it rests on His faithfulness alone. It doesn't rest on our ability. It doesn't rest on what's happening all around us. It rests on nothing else but God's faithfulness. You know, when we feel like all things have been lost, you know, when we're wondering what is there to go back to, we look to God and trust Him to bring restoration and to be the one to make sure that His plans and purpose come to pass. That is our ultimate, you know, we look to God. You know, nung, um, I was uh, going through uh, the internet a few days ago, and I came upon this uh, quote no, from the Smithsonian Museum Conservation Institute. It was talking about restoration, kasi yung mga paano mag-restore ng painting. Sabi dito, the goal of the conservator is to stabilize the remaining original artwork and integrate any repairs in order to preserve the artist's original intent. The goal of any restoration is always to preserve the artist's original intent. You know, when we talk about restoration, when we talk about, uh, you know, restoring, it's more than just going back to normal after this pandemic. The ultimate restoration that we're talking about, it actually started when God created us. The reason God created us was so we can have a relationship with Him and reflect his character, and his goodness as our lives shine to the rest of the world. And the goal of restoration is that we go back to that original intent. The goal of restoration, of God's restoration, is that we may be brought back to his original intent for our lives, reflecting his glory and shining his light to the rest of creation. Friends, you know, I want us to remember that. We may have gone through a lot, but God's plan and purpose remain. And that is what He is restoring us to. That we may continue to walk with Him, reflect His goodness to the rest of the world. So that the world, the rest of the world may come to know who He is. And my hope and prayer is that in the midst of the pain, in the midst of everything we're going through, we will come out of it shining like gold, reflecting the goodness of the God that we serve. That is through restoration. That we will be restored to God's original intent. Why don't we pray? Dasal po tayo ngayong hapon. At yun ang i-commit natin. Yun ang talagang i-commit natin that we may continue to see God's plan and purpose unfold in our lives. Panginoon, maraming salamat. Lord, maraming salamat na pinakita mo sa amin, uh, pinaintindi mo a little bit more yung covenant na meron kami sa iyo, yung intent, yung original intent why you created us. And that is really 
so that you can have a relationship with us. Lord, thank you. Thank you that we can trust you. Thank you that we know the work of Jesus is done. Lord, wala na kaming kailangan pang pagpaguran. And Lord, anuman yung nawala ngayong pandemya, Lord, alam namin, it is nothing compared to who you are to us. And Lord, I pray for your people this afternoon. I pray, God, for a deeper understanding, Lord, kung ano yung original intent mo sa buhay namin. And Lord, I pray that you would align our lives to your purpose. That as we understand the goal of your restoration, that we may also continue to live the kind of life that you've called us to live. Lives that are not focused on what we see in the natural, difficult as it may be, but lives that are focused on who you are and the work that you have done, the work that you have begun and the work that you will finish in each of our lives. Lord, maraming salamat. Pray for your people this afternoon. Bawat isa sa kanila na nandito sa worship service. Give them a fresh revelation, Lord, of the kind of God, you know, we serve in the relationship that we have with you. And the value, the importance, Lord, of that relationship. Lord, na more than anything else, meron na kami ng pinaka-importante sa buhay. Lord, bless your people this afternoon. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Well, marami pong salamat for joining us in our worship service. Uh, I'm trusting that as you live out the rest of your week, that your eyes would always be looking to God's plan and purpose for your lives and as it reflects and affects the lives of the people around you. May we continue to live life that way. Uh, again, thank you. Hope to, that you will join us even in our on-site uh, service next week. And let me speak the blessing of God upon everyone. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make His face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift His countenance upon you and give you peace. God bless you.